A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro revenge video. To prove you're a YouTube pro, all you gotta do is hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Incredible Teacher Man. He never asked about the tires. I sold a car today. It wasn't in great condition, mostly issues with the chassis, as well as a ding to one of the windscreen columns. Brake pads were starting to fail and suspension was shaky. Still, electrics and engine worked perfectly, and body was structurally sound despite a ding or two. Before hearing the news about the undercarriage, we'd purchased a new windscreen and four new tires. It needed about $1,600 in repairs and would end up being worth $2,600. I rang around a few chop shops and got a few quotes, looking for $800. I figured 200 for their overhead and profit was fair for not having to deal with it myself. The closest I got was 700 Fair enough. It's not what I want, but I can live with it. I booked the time for the car to be picked up, moved it to the side of the road, and cleaned it out. The day of the pickup, I received a call confirming the truck arrival time, all the usual stuff, and then the question of the price came up. Oh, the guy who quoted you isn't that good with cars. He didn't know what you meant when he mentioned the bushes. Oh, you didn't say it has 120,000 kilometers on the clock. The engine's probably going to last another 50,000 at most. Oh, another guy bought the same model into us and was happy to receive 450. Would you take 500? No, I won't. And I won't take 550 or 600 either. We ended the call there, and I was ready to put the car back in the garage, save the money, and do it myself. He called back 10 minutes later. Sure, I can do 650. At this point, he sent the truck and I had about an hour. I knew he was trying to make an extra buck and I knew I was being taken advantage of, but I also knew that we had two other cars and all three took the same size of tire. In the hour I had before the truck arrived, I removed three of the new tires we'd just put onto the car and swapped them out for the space savers. The truck arrived, quickly inspected the car, handed over $650 cash and left. Now I have $50 less than I expected, and spare tires worth $210. He can't complain. He never asked about the tires. Do you think considering how last second this guy was trying to undercut OP and get a better deal, that OP doing what they did was a bit shady still? Or is what OP did just part of business, and it's their fault for never having asked about the tires? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by BigPowers6749. My client refused to pay for my service. Now, her Facebook ads tell her she's a scammer. So I was hired to make an advertisement for this cosmetic startup. I normally don't accept local clients because I have a lot of crappy experience with them, but this client sounds like she's willing to pay my service, so I accepted her. I actually didn't charge that much. I only charge her $60 per week, and on average, I charge a foreign client $300 per week. The first two weeks were good. She provided me with every material I needed to make an effective advertisement despite her limited budget. However, we began having an argument on the second week. She's suddenly demanding our ad should have at least a thousand clicks per day, which is freaking absurd because her budget only allows her to have around 1200 reaches per day. I told her for that to be possible, she should increase her budget. Suddenly she called me a fraud, despite my ads having at least 300 clicks per day and now she refused to give me her payment. For the last two weeks, she's ignoring my call. This weekend, I think my number is blocked. 
Stupid her because she didn't remove me from her page. So I decided to be petty. Her ads are still running, so I decided to change it. I changed the pictures to a text post which says, don't buy from this. The owner refused to give me my salary. An irate VA she called a fraud for not meeting her absurd expectation. I also included screenshots of our conversation to back it up. I did it last night, and I'm sure at any moment she'll contact me. But I'm done with her. That $120 she owes me is hers to keep. As for me, I'm not accepting local clients anymore. I'm just done with them. If for whatever reason you generally have a personal rule like that, I guess sometimes you have to find out the hard way that you made that rule for a good reason. This next story is by TalonCard815. Jehovah's Witness keeps sending me mail, so I return the favor. The only good thing that came out of COVID was that door-to-door sales became extinct. Unfortunately, Jehovah's Witnesses just started mailing the come-to-God letters. They were always disguised differently. Sometimes they look like a simple letter, other times a bill, other times an overdue bill. I finally had it. If you were going to send me a new letter every week, I would make sure you get one too. They had their mailing address and their email on the letter, so I signed them up for newsletters from the Satanic Church. I figured that it might be too easy to get out of, so then I went nuclear. I signed them up for information from the Church of Scientology. I was hoping there was a comments, and I would have added that they wanted to meet Tom Cruise, but alas, except for a CAPTCHA, there was nothing. I understand it is impossible to get out of those Church of Scientology lists. Is that actually a thing? Am I going to have to go look up down this rabbit hole of how, like, once you end up on this Church of Scientology mailing list, you never get out of it? I don't know why, but I kind of really want to know now. Our next story is by Visual Suggestion 487 My dad won't stop using my phone number? Okay. My dad has a tendency to use my phone number for different things to make sure he utilizes deals for stores or anything else that he used his own number too much for. He uses my phone number relatively a lot. When I asked him to stop that, he said, It isn't a big deal that I'm using your phone number. Mind you, I'm 21 and I don't feel comfortable having my phone number be given to too many different people and organizations. This whole idea that he can use my phone number annoyed me. It got to a point where he felt that it was fine to open a credit card behind my back. Like, he's my dad, and if he would have talked to me, I would have maybe considered it or talked it out. But to open a credit card behind my back? No. And my parents tried denying it. I was fed up by this, but it took a pause after he noticed that I'm paying attention. Until recently, I was having lunch with my boyfriend, and suddenly my phone goes off and I have like 7 or 8 different messages about an urgent care appointment. I had no idea what was going on at first, and then I figured out that it was my dad that made these appointments and again used my phone number. This time, I didn't even call or confront him, I decided to wait and see what happens. Later on, there were more messages incoming about the appointment check-in, and I still didn't tell him. Time for some petty revenge. An hour later, after all the messages died down, I got a phone call from the urgent care asking, Hi, are you associated with the family last name? And I responded, No, I don't know them. And that's not my last name. Bye. And since my dad didn't do his check-in, I don't think he was able to see the doctor because of the new COVID protocols. Oh well, I guess he wasn't able to see the doctor for a while. Oops, father. I kind of get the feeling that they liked using your phone for things because they were treating you basically like their secretary. Like the idea that they expected you to reach out to them and give them a heads up that, hey, they got an urgent care appointment, blah, blah, blah. 
You're like a glorified phone reminder and they don't have to deal with the notification themselves. Now, as far as the whole credit card, that's a whole different thing, and I would shut that down quick. Our next story is by Vote Dog. The story of a coworker who stole postage until I made sure we got caught. At an office job, I was in charge of addressing work snail mail, stamping them, having the owner verify what was going out, and mailing it. I had the key to the postage machine, which was locked to keep employees from putting stamps on their personal mail. Before I started, employees had been stealing postage. I was required to keep the key on my person at all times. A coworker, I'll call him Ken, had worked there a long time and wasn't happy about the newly locked postage machine. He'd been using it for his mail for years and was angry he could no longer stamp his mail for free. He tried to trick me to get the key. He'd bring me some valid mail and ask for the key to add a stamp to it. I'd say thanks, take the mail, and tell him I'd just stamp it later in the day. He'd scowl because he wanted to stamp it and his personal stuff at the same time. I wasn't stupid. My boss would ask for the key sometimes and I'd happily hand it over. He saw this and made a plan. He'd ask her for the key while she had it, knowing she trusted everyone and would just hand it over. He did this for months. I heard he was calling me the postage Nazi behind my back like a 10 year old. Annoyed that he was getting away with stealing postage, I waited. One day I saw her give him the key and watched as he stamped several envelopes. I quickly slipped past him and snatched up the pile before he could grab it. I told him I just needed to have the owner approve everything before he mailed it out. I rushed away, heading to the owner's office. Ken tried to stop me, saying he needed to look it over before the owner saw it. I didn't stop walking down the hallway like a woman on a mission. I yelled behind me, okay sure, right after he approves it all. He literally chased me to the owner's door, turning around quickly and running away once I passed the threshold. I handed the mail to the owner and said, Ken helped with the postage today. These need to be approved to go out. He flipped through them, made a face, and then made two piles. The work pile had one envelope, the other pile had five envelopes. And I could see they had Ken's return address on them. He said, Ken did these today? I told him yes, and that he'd taken the key for my boss to do it. He handed me the one work envelope and said I could mail it. He left Ken's bills there on his desk. He looked at me and said, It may not seem like a lot, but postage adds up. I nodded, took the one envelope, and left. As I passed by Ken's desk, I said, Oh hey, the owner has your mail. Giggling internally, he said nothing. The owner took Ken's mail and propped it up behind his desk next to a framed photo of his family. We had monthly meetings where Ken and I were in attendance. His bill sat there for us all to see, all stamped and ready but never mailed out. I assumed Ken had to call to pay his bills that month. My boss told me the owner never talked to Ken about it, and Ken never again tried to use the company postage machine. His mail sat there for over a year before the owner finally threw it away. I'm kind of curious, when it comes to like using the company postage for your stamps, do you kind of stand with OP that like it's inappropriate and the guy really shouldn't be doing that and it's not fair to the company? Or do you kind of fall more on the OP's being a snitch here kind of territory? Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Our next story is by I'm not Chinese okay. I got my coworker fired. In college, I worked at a restaurant with a guy we'll call Joe, not his real name. His fiance also worked there. She was annoying but not nearly as bad as Joe. Joe was a tool bag, but one day he made fun of a new host that had just been hired by calling him an F-slur when we were in the back of the kitchen rolling silverware, not near any customers. 
This wasn't the first time he said something like this, but it just set me over the edge that particular day. Customers would often leave their itemized receipts at the table when they'd leave. I noticed that there was one in Joe's section left by one of his customers, so I grabbed it and took it home with me. I used their receipt number to file a complaint on the corporate website and said that I was a customer and I overheard my server Joe call another employee an F-word and I was really offended and made up a story about having a gay son and how I'd never visit there again. My best hope was that he'd get in trouble and get his schedule changed. He had one of the best server schedules. This was in 2010 by the way. I forgot all about it and a few days later I came in and his fiancée was crying hysterically and said, Well obviously I have to quit now too. I asked what was going on and found out that the company has a zero tolerance policy for that and he got fired immediately and his fiancée quit. Joe was pissed and never denied it, but said he swore he said that in the back of the house and not in front of guests, and swore he was kidding around. I couldn't believe I actually got him fired. So it turned out even better than I'd hoped, and I still have no regrets. He was my friend on Facebook before this, and we're still friends to this day on Facebook, but never speak to each other, and he still doesn't know it was me. I mean, in my honest opinion, if somebody's going to be acting like that, regardless of front of house, back of house, kidding or not, I'd rather not be around people who think stuff like that is funny or joking around. So I don't feel bad about it either, just like OP. And our final story of the day is by, well, this is special. Runty lady came up to purchase some Swiss rolls, says, oh, I smashed these, and runs to put them back and get new ones before I could say anything so I smash her new ones without her seeing. Enjoy, witch. A rude witch just came into my store and grabbed some random stuff, including two little Debbie Swiss rolls. As she's walking up, I hear her go, oh, I smashed these, and she runs and swaps them out with new ones. When she gets to my counter, I say, wow, sucks for whoever gets those next, I guess. She goes, oh, I don't care, in a very entitled runty tone. She also has a pair of gloves sitting on the counter, and as I'm reaching for them, she goes, I don't want those gloves anymore. Alrighty then. So as I'm reaching down for them, the Swiss rolls are directly under my arm. She turns away for a second, and I gently lower my arm down on top of her Swiss rolls and smash the crap out of them. Enjoy, witch. Everything up to, oh, I smashed these and putting them back is kind of rude, but like, to be fair, if it was me, I might have done the same thing if I really wanted perfect ones. It's really the just uncaring attitude. Like, I maybe would have just felt guilty enough to buy both of them if the cashier said something like that, or at least offered something that sounds a little bit more sympathetic than, oh, I don't care, but say la vie, right? That said, though, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.